Welcome to Journey to the Rise, an interview podcast where we have our guests share their story on their path on how they define success. Journey to the Rise is brought to you by Girl Boss Productions. Often we see someone doing what we want to be doing and assume it was easy for them. What we do not see is the years of hard work that went into where they are today. Success doesn't come without sacrifice, losing sleep, the old saying of blood, sweat, and tears. I'm your host, Lucretia. Today we bring another archived episode from my old podcast. We are going to be having a conversation with J. Paul Moore, a very talented photographer. And here's some of his endeavors that he faced in his particular field of photography and how working at a greenhouse led him to a very successful photography career. I'm really excited because we have on the schedule a conversation that we're going to be having with him again. And we get to have the update of where his career has led him. Very nature focused. He is selling out workshops on moss. And I can't wait to share that conversation with you. But today we're going to dig into the archives. So join us for another episode with J. Paul Moore. We are really excited about this podcast today. We have another wonderful photographer who joined us for our podcast. His name is Jay Paul Moore, and he is a great talent whose garden and architectural photography will truly just blow you away. His images are just stunning. He kindly welcomed us to his peaceful studio where we were able to sit and talk with him and and take in this really beautiful space that he's fortunate to work in. And we had a wonderful time out at, at his location. His images have been featured in various publications from gardening magazines to gardening books. And he's still well sought after for his work. And for someone who is so successful. He is truly a genuine, down-to-earth, easy-going guy. It, it was so much fun hanging out with him and seeing the images on the wall in his studio and, and just talking with him. And I'm really excited to share this interview with you. So without further ado, we will get started with the interview. Please welcome Jay Paul Moore. All right. So we are here with Paul Moore of J. Paul Moore Photography, who specializes in garden and architectural photography. Thank you so much for being part of our podcast. Thank you. So your photography is truly breathtaking. It's so beautiful. What sparked your interest in photography? Well, I'd say it goes back to my childhood. I, I grew up on a farm and just had you know free reign you know, of, of the farm and just you know, I always just love being being in nature, so it just started out with a very early love of nature. Awesome. And, uh, you know, and later, you know, in high school, a little bit in high school, I saw that, uh, you know, some of these guys were coming back, in early college were coming back from Vietnam with uh, SLR cameras, you oh, know, the Minolta SRT-101s and some of those cameras, and I was like, oh, man, those are cool. Yeah. And, uh so I kind of that started kind of the, me thinking along that I'd like to have a camera just because it was kind of a cool looking toy to begin with. Right. And then uh, I guess I've always been, uh, I guess, a frustrated artist before I discovered photography because I was in art in school and you know I, I felt like uh, you know I, I was I liked to draw and, and and not that type of thing but just never just 
wasn't the right medium for me. And yeah. then uh, uh, I liked writing, but I just knew that part of my brain wasn't going to work. So I just kind of <laughs> stumbled on photography and finally found something that, that, that really spoke to me. Wow, that's amazing. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Your, your pieces are beautiful. Thank you. What was your first job that paid, that paid you to take photos? Oh, I remember that one well. It was uh, Fine Gardening Magazine uh, was looking for a particular native plant called Summer Sweet, okay. which is a pretty rare native plant, especially around Nashville. But uh, we had, uh, I had photographed one in a client's garden, and so I got a specific request for that. So I submitted the photo, which was my first time to ever submit to a magazine, and, they, uh, and then they, they, they published the photo. Oh, wow. So I, I remember well, and I at the time had a subscription to Fine Gardening Magazine. I just couldn't wait for mine to come in to see it in print. <laughs> right. And then one of my customers came in who had a subscription to the magazine. He says, "Hey, I saw your picture in Fine Gardening," and uh, and I said, "Oh my gosh, I can't, well, I can't wait to get mine." He goes, "Well, you can come to my house if you want." And I knew he lived close by. He yeah. says, "I'll give you mine, and then you just replace it when you get your copy." <laughs> so I went immediately to his house to uh, pick up a copy in, uh, of, the, of the article that had the, the photo in it. So That's so cool. It was a lot of fun. I bet. That's very cool. Um, you mentioned gardening. You have an extensive background in gardening. Has that served as a benefit to your photography? Oh, absolutely. It's immeasurably so. Um, and for two reasons. First of all, you know, a lot of times now if I'm photographing for a garden or for a magazine, a gardening magazine, it's a real benefit to know what you're photographing. Uh, oftentimes uh, magazines will hire a photographer who's technically uh, uh, competent to photograph something, but they don't know what they're photographing. Oh, right. So I can, I can look at a garden and tell you in, within seconds of just the condition of the garden and how the plants are healthy and that type thing, but just from a uh, design standpoint, you know, really photographic composition and garden design are really two similar disciplines because you're looking at line and shape and texture and form. Oh, sure. And so, you know, a lot of times I would have to do, you know, some landscape design in the garden center business when I had that. So those two disciplines really helped each other and helped me to see things uh, more artfully, I think. Nice. That's awesome. Um, with your garden and architectural photography, what challenges do you face? Oh, my. It's... it's you know, most of, I think any photographer, in all honesty, would tell you that what they do is problem solving. Because, you know, you, you hope, especially if you're an outdoor photographer, that you come into just, you know, optimum conditions uh, in light and, you know, in subject matter and all that. But, you know, it very seldom ever happens. Uh, if I'm doing a shoot like for a, you know, a landscape architect or something like that where, you know, the plant material needs to be in good shape and, uh, you know, the hardscaping, there's so many things, I'm, and I've made a list which I actually send out to clients of, of things to, to look out for and things that can go wrong, like, uh, you know, a, a, a mean dog attack you, which I've had that happen before. Oh, no. I've had uh, irrigation systems go off during the middle of a photo shoot. Oh, no. Uh, I've had alarms go off that the customer forgot, you know, I was coming and the alarm goes off. You know, things like, uh, you know, can't get access to the property because I don't have an access to the, you know, to the gate to get oh, in. Right. Um, just, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, and just even having access to lights and switches to turn something on or off, a fountain or lights or whatever. Yeah. Uh, to be able to move a, a car that's in the way. Just, 
you know, anything that would detract from the image, you know, uh, you know, if, if their garden, the garden hose is, is, you know, laid out, you know, not put up, if, if, the, if the bird bath that they have in the garden, if it's askew and leaning, you know, there's just so many things that have to be right. So I'm always looking at it from a standpoint, what does not belong in this scene? And then try to, if I can control that, then try to take care of that even before I begin shooting. Wow. So when the sprinklers went off, like, did you just grab your camera and run? Did you have something you could put over it? It's, uh, I wished I'd had a, a video camera on me doing the shoot because it was a very large property. It was actually a church in Montgomery. Oh, wow. had these sprawling grounds. And so I said, well, I thought to myself when this started happening, I said, well, I'll just outguess where it's going to come on next. Oh, no. So I would literally set up, start shooting, maybe get a couple of frames off, and then all of a sudden, you know, without rhyme or reason, it would start, you know, coming on where I was. So I did the entire shoot, which lasted several hours, literally running from spot to spot to get all the photos I needed. Oh and there was nobody to call. I just, you know, it was like I had to make it happen. So yeah. uh, I, I won't forget that one for sure. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, that would make for a very interesting day. Yes, it was. <laughs> so you have traveled all over the U.S. to shoot for numerous assignments. Do you have a specific job or photo experience beyond the sprinklers that stands out to you? <laughs> well, one of the most fun ones uh, I, I probably did was in Vero Beach, Florida for Fine Gardening Magazine. Uh, it's actually for a special interest magazine they had called Great Gardens. And uh, it was this beautiful, beautiful home, Florida home. It's really more about the hardscaping, you know, just it's had you know, pools and, I know, pool houses and beautiful mature palms and just beautiful architecture. But I just remember being there, and it was just, just, just a beautiful piece of property, just a beautiful property, and the conditions were just really amazing. And wow. you know, it's one of those that they, you know, it's one that they fly you there. You stay in a nice hotel. You know, the client was great and very accommodating, and uh, it just turned out to be a really, really beautiful shoot. That's awesome. Sorry for the interruption here but we just want to give a special thanks to our sponsor girl boss copywriter if you're looking to add a blog to your website maybe you need new copy written for your website pages or an email sequence girl boss copywriter works to help you connect to your ideal clients find out more at girlbosscopywriter.com With your images, you have this richness that really make them pop. How do you create such deep, rich, colorful images? Well, I, th I think I must do that subconsciously because what I'm looking at mostly is, you know, to make sure that, you know, compositionally that I have what I'm looking for. I try to just wait for the absolute best light that I can get if I have, a, if I have that luxury. Mm. Um, and uh, you know the, the color just tends to take care of itself. Now I am a stickler. I'm, I'm a technician as well as an artist, so I make sure everything is tack sharp, using the very best optics that I can you know I can get, and try to really be very methodical with my technique and just make sure everything technically is very good. And then you know again, if, if I get the magic light, then that's just icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you do an outstanding job with that. What is your favorite subject to photograph? My favorite is uh, probably landscape architecture because it combines 
my love of plants with hopefully inspired architecture. So I kind of get the best of both worlds nice. with that. Nice. Something that has inspired you in photography. I just need to be in a beautiful place, uh, and then I'm in, I'm inspired. Uh, uh, you know, some people look at other people's work, which I do, and I like to do, but uh, there's something about when you're out in a beautiful place, when the conditions are just right, that just, when you, when you love it, this spark goes off, and you just, you have to respond to what you see, and yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's like a high, and I think most artists can probably relate to that, but I just get caught up in the moment and try to let the emotion, you know, come through to what I'm photographing, and... Uh, and uh, my own garden, I get a lot of inspiration out of my own garden that I've been working on for 30 years now. Wow. And uh, I use it as my outdoor studio. Awesome. Uh, I take daily walks in Warner Park and get lots of ideas and inspiration from that too. That's fantastic. I love that. Do you have a favorite music that you shoot to? Are you able to do that with your location stuff? Um, I don't usually photograph to music. Um, I tend to have it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did do a photo shoot uh, some years ago, and I remember they had some really wonderful jazz music that was piped into the garden. Oh, wow. And uh, I was there all by myself. The garden was just gorgeous, and it did tend to enhance the mood, and yeah. uh, uh, it, was, it was pretty nice. That's cool. Do you have a location where you want to shoot that's on your bucket list? Well, I do, and I'm going there in June. I'm going to Iceland in June. Oh, that's amazing. So that's a place that I've always wanted to go for many years after uh, uh, seeing an, an interview that Michael Reichman did on Luminous Landscape about mm -hmm. one of the first workshops he did there. And he explained it as having all the geological, kind of geographical type features of the United States in a very concise package. So wow. I'm going to be doing that in June through with uh, Daniel Bergman. And that's a 10-day that's a tour, and I'm just really excited about that about that trip. That's amazing. We'll have to follow up with you when you get back so you can tell us all about it. I'd love to. What is something that can always be found in your camera bag? Energy bars. Ah, energy <laughs> bars. That's smart. You know, so often, you, know, you especially you, you have to, you get so caught up in what you're doing, you have to remember to, to drink and eat. And yeah. there's nothing anymore that'll, that'll take you down quicker than being somewhere and way past you know, a meal time and you, you've been schlepping gear around. <laughs> And you just need a little bit of extra, extra, so I always make sure I've got those energy bars with me. Excellent. Awesome. Well, um, we really appreciate you joining us for our podcast. Thank you so much. If someone wanted to find out more about you or check out your images, where can they find you? My website's definitely the best place to go at uh, www.jpaulmorephoto.com. And uh, you can see all my current work there. Awesome. Well, we'll get that posted to the website, and we have a Facebook page, and um, we'll get that all posted so people can find you. And we really appreciate you taking the time Sounds with great. Us. It was great. fun. Excellent. Thank you. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. On our next episode, you can expect to hear... I've heard students talk how they are intimidated of you and your lighting class, but when they get through it, they always appreciate it. Well, everything they've heard or heard is true. <laughs> it's one of the hardest classes out here, and I'm glad of that. Thank you again for listening. I look forward to having you join us again next week on Journey to the Rise. This podcast was brought to you and edited by Girl Boss Productions.